praise the name of the Lord. You are God. Praise the Lord. This month is a month of restoration. So God, who promises and fulfills, has promised that we have plenty. We will eat and we will be satisfied and we will be able to bless others. So let's begin to thank God for the opportunity, for the open heaven, for restoring everything that the locust has eaten. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory, honor, power, and adoration. We exalt and magnify your name, ancient of days. The great I am, we worship you. We have come to say thank you, Lord God Almighty. Thank you for wonders you have done in our life as individuals. As a church, Lord God Almighty, we have come to say thank you. Thank you, mighty and awesome God, for everything you have done this year, up till now. Thank you, the God who promised and fulfilled. You say we have plenty, Lord God Almighty. You have already said that in the year of famine. We will have plenty. And you have promised to restore. Oh Lord our God, we thank you. For those who are sick, you will receive restoration of good health in the name of Jesus. You will restore our prayer life, oh Lord God Almighty. We will be fire on, uh, for the Lord even from now to the end of the year in the name of Jesus. Our God and Father, we thank you. For you restore, oh Lord God Almighty, everything that the locals have eaten. Every opportunity we have missed, business opportunity. Father, you bring it forward, oh Lord. Because they have got the whole world in your arm, O Lord God Almighty. The silver and gold of this world belongs to you. And you give to whoever it pleases. Father, we thank you, O Lord God Almighty. For we will receive abundance, O Lord. All the projects that Christ fight tabernacle has, O Lord. Provision will come in the name of Jesus. O Lord, our God will give you glory. We'll give you honor. We'll give you adoration. You restore our spiritual life, O Lord. You restore our health, O Lord. You restore our families, O Lord. You restore our children, O Lord. Lord, you restore those whose faith are growing weak in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all honor and glory, and we pray in the name of Jesus that we we'll be connected with heaven, even as we pray, even as we dance, even as we worship you. Let heaven be open. We'll receive instruction and directions for each and every one of us, so that we'll be, O Lord God Almighty, at the center of it all. Thank you, mighty and awesome God. Forever you are Lord. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want us to lift up our voice for this month. This is our month of restoration. And it's no coincidence that we have been taught that we are the agents of God. That we can speak on God's behalf. I want us to thank God for the authority that God has placed upon our tongue. I want us to thank God for what we will begin to declare from our lips this month. That heaven we honor it. The Bible says whatever we bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. And whatever we lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Let's lift up our voice and begin to thank God. That we are people that God has given authority. That we can speak on God's behalf. Whatever we declare, heaven will back us up. Lift up your voice and begin to thank God for the authority. Thank God for the power that has been invested in you. Thank God for the agents that we are agents of God. That we can speak on God's behalf. The Bible says that what two or three agreed on earth shall be agreed in heaven. Father, we bless your name nation of days for the authority that you have placed upon our mouth. We thank you because every word that will speak this month will not fall to the ground. As you honor the words of Prophet Samuel, we thank you because the same authority you have placed upon our tongue. We thank you for the word. We thank you for the promises. We thank you for the blessing. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because we will not just speak into the air, but Lord, our words are spirit and life. We thank you because your word, O oh God, will be made manifest in our life. Your word will become flesh in us. My God and King, we bless your name. Thank you for allowing us, O oh God, even in this position, that we can declare the authority of God. 
God. Thank you because our month is blessed already. Thank you for heaven that is open over us, oh God. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. So you be glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' mighty name we have declared. Amen. Shall we declare the meeting open? By reading the book of Psalm 24 with an uplifted right hand. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that a king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the king of glory. In Psalm 145, I will exalt you, my God, the king. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you. And extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom. And speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you. And you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. For all the wicked it will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
pray a prayer of thanks. Lift up your voice and give God a praise. Lord, we exalt and magnify your name. I want to thank God for what God has done for you. I want to thank God for this year, 2023. I want you to thank God for what God has proposed for us. As we are ending this year with glory and glamour. With a power that has never been comprehended. I want to thank God for His faithfulness that He has shown over this house, over the years. Thank God for His faithfulness over your family. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify thee. Lord, we glorify thee. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. I want to thank God from your soul. Thank God for every testimony. Thank God for every privilege. Thank God for every honor. Thank God for every manifestation. Oh, Lord our God, we exalt your name. We give you the glory and honor. We give you the glory and honor. We give you the glory and honor. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. We give you the... Thank God for not allowing Satan to overcome you. Oh, sovereign Lord, we bless your name. We thank you, the ever-present hell, the God who was and is and is to come. Oh, Mariboro, this Shepagalema, Londres, Sipre, Negroteleri, Yepa, Malero, Tiska, Paralidori, Alebra, Supra, Granidorai. Lord, we exalt you. 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 Jesus, we exalt you. Father, we exalt you. Glory to the Son of the Most High. Glory, O God. We glorify your name. We thank you, Lord. You remember us in our low estate. We give you the praise and honor. We give you the praise. Monday, Lord, your brother. Lift up your voice and give God praise. Lord, we bless you. We bless you, Lord. We exalt you, Lord. We magnify thee. Blessed be your name, King of Heaven. Thank God for your salvation. Thank God for his mercy over you. You are the agent of the living God. We exalt you for reminding us that we are your agent, O God. Proto Sabo. Yebre prosikapa, ya baloika paradie trejo sibra ladoya. Lord, we exalt and magnify your name. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Thank God for giving you the key to the kingdom. You hold the keys to the kingdom of God. Lift up your voice and give God praise for it. That you give us the keys to the kingdom. We are the one who can call the name of Jesus and heaven will open over us. Yea, for your enormous power, for your enormous glory, we give you the praise and honor and glory. We magnify thee. Our soul magnifies the Lord. We magnify the Lord. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. We love you.
that holds the heart of somebody, I command you, lose out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The heart is free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, we thank you. Oh Lord, we thank you. The unction of heaven is upon this man. This is the air I breathe.
water flow. Let the living water flow out of my belly tonight. Let your living water flow out of my belly tonight. Let your living water flow out of my belly tonight. This is the first day of the month of October, the last quarter of 2023. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, tell the Lord, tell the Lord, let it flow, let it flow, living water, living water. Rita rata rapara daria rata muruda. Let it flow, Lord. Let it flow, Lord. In every heart, let it flow, Lord. Let it flow, Lord. In every soul, let it flow, Lord. Let it flow, Lord. Let it flow, 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 let it flow. Masha para rata. As the Lord let your Holy Ghost flow, let your Holy Spirit flow through me. 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 Let your Holy Spirit flow. Let it 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 flow. Through me, Lord. 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 Let your Spirit flow. Let your Spirit flow. Spirit flow. Yes, it is written. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and will drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture said, streams of living water will flow from him. Let healing virtue flow from me. Tell the Lord, let prophetic virtue flow from me. Let your healing healing water flow out out of me, out of me. Let your spring flow, Lord. Let your spring of life flow, Jesus. Mesha kando ripa legonde. Presupa le bamba yebre koronde sa. Let it flow, Lord. Let it flow, Lord. Let it flow, Lord. Let it flow, Lord. Rivers of water. Rivers of God. Rivers of God. Let it flow. 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 Let your river flow. Let your river flow. Let your river flow. Blessed be your name. Jesus, holy and anointed name we are praying. Please be seated for a few minutes. Quiet, thank you. You may take your seats. This is Victory Night. Victory is yours. I want every one of us to be very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. 
Whenever you approach God to worship Him, I have told you, and I'll say again, you don't go without expecting to hear God. Am I talking to you now? <coughs> Whenever you pray to God, you are talking. God also speaks. You must not go to God praying without expecting to hear. It's just expectance. This is what opens the door into the realm of the Spirit. That your eyes can be opened by God and your ears can be wired to the heart of God and God is speaking and you are hearing. I want you to challenge your Christianity. <coughs> Hallelujah. I want you to challenge your Christianity. What the Lord was speaking to us from Friday is that we are agents of God. Agent theory, yes? When I spoke in New Cross this morning, I covered an aspect of it which I did not cover here. Because the congregation I face here is different. And when I spoke in this place, I covered some aspects which I did not cover in New Cross. But whatever the case may be, I want you to remember that what God is saying to us now is this. Anything you need, I've given you already. That's what Jesus is saying. There is nothing a believer in Christ needs that Jesus had not given. A promise in the time of the apostles that I will. But in our time, he said, I have. There are two different dispensations. And we looked at the book of Matthew 16 and 18. <coughs> 16, 18, which the Lord began to say, I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hate cannot prevail against it, overcome it. So we understand by that, that Jesus said that to Peter, because Jesus wanted to let Peter know his status as an agent. So he had told Peter that once I go, I tell you this, don't worry, Peter, I will build my church, which is you. And I know that I will leave the church on earth with the gates of hell. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And what? Then, yes, but, so Jesus recognized that evil will remain here. Okay? And how many scriptures he said that? But he said, for you guys, I will take care of them. Don't worry. I have to go through the process of death for the victory to be complete. But as my agent, don't waste my blood. Okay? And he said, I will build you. And any decision made by Satan is non grata. Then he said, because I'm transferring 
the authority to you. And went further to say, in 19, I will give you keys to the kingdom. By it is talking about the Holy Spirit. Because in Acts 1 8, he said, You will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And then he said, Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be lost in heaven. Now, come on now, therefore. I want your thinking to change from today. There is nothing happening to your life once you are born again and born of God, of course. That you do not have power to control. So if I was you, I would seek the power more than anything. And that's talking about seeking the Holy Spirit. He is the key. There is no such a thing for a Christian to say that I'm weak in this. Forget it. That's not true. You have authority to bind and to lose. You have authority to bind your mind to stop sinning. And lose your heart to be God. You have the authority to bind your heart from loving your mind, from loving things that are sinful. And it has to be bound. Because if you have the power to bind and to lose, the first person that is your experiment is you. You have the power to bind your brain and lose your intellect. So that your brain does not function like a spirogyra, just jiving anywhere. So that your mind is not a nesting place for evil thoughts or flesh controlling you. Because you have been given the authority. And since you got born again, you receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is inside you. So, Jesus said, what I'm about to reveal to you, you have the power and you have the authority to just say anything. Now, go to chapter 20, chapter 18, and let's see the verse 19 too. And in chapter 18, verse 19, again I tell you, he said, if two of you shall agree as touching anything on earth, it's a done deal. But before this, he repeated himself in verse 18, and said, I tell you the truth, whatever you bind on earth is bound will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be lost in heaven. So which means, you only need to make up your mind on things that should not be. And things that ought to be. But of course you know that your knowledge of what should be and what ought not to be is limited by your understanding of the scriptures. Am I talking to you? Somebody will drop dead here. Somebody will say, hey, hey, hey. But somebody will say, get up in the name of Jesus. They are both Christians, but won't have no knowledge. And he panics. But the other one only has knowledge. He does not need to panic. He needs to exercise authority given to him. And behold, the dead is raised. Another say, ah, he has an anointing. No, he didn't have an anointing that you didn't have. You only had knowledge which you turn your own eyes away from. And 
I said to you, you must not forget this. There are three tiers of operation Jesus told us in application of authority. The first one he says that whatever you, you buy, is your decision. Whatever you lose, shall be lost. Then he went to second tier and said, if two officials agree as touching something, isn't it? Come on now. If two of you shall agree as to touching anything, anything you agree is agreed in heaven, your agreements, once you make it, two hearts come together, two minds come together, and they have one purpose. Then there is nothing that can stop you. And I said, the first application of that is to the marriage. You heard me well? Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. So, that's why Satan attacked marriages of Christians. So that what heaven had ordained for the family would be frustrated. That's just the primary purpose. Because as far as heaven is, when it comes to the situation of agreement, a, a sole decision will never succeed. Will not struggle. And many have frustrated their children and downline because they lost the understanding of this. In agreements, we have common purpose, common interests, and that's what brings agreement. Am I saying something that you understand? Those of you did law among you, I want you to be nodding your head against what I say if you disagree. Am I talking to you? The Bible is the law of God. It's the primary law. That governs all creation is the Bible. Whether you believe it or not, you know, it doesn't it doesn't dispute it. Give me your pen. What happened to it? No, somebody may believe that that pen was hung in the sky. That does not stop the pen from coming down. Thank you. There are people who have opinions. I'm so sorry for you. You have only one head. We are more than 7 billion human beings on earth. Now, all our brains together is, is, is like a fragment of a, a grain of science issue when you when compare with the grain of the one who created the ephemeris. Having created the whole existence, then he decided to write a book to govern man on earth. Anyone who says that that book are more intelligent than it, you already sign your doom. There are some things I'll tell you tonight, briefly, because we will pray. As far as I'm concerned, Satan will not have a seat in my house. What about you? I will not invite Satan as a guest for dinner, and then set the table before the devil, and we are eating together. Your authority transcends the devil. Similarly, in the church, when you agree with someone for prayer, you must make sure you have the common aim, your common purpose, you agree. You don't want, you don't, you have a high ambition in life. You don't go and discover with a mediocre in church. In church, we have mediocres. In church, we have people who are going somewhere. And we have people who have reached their bus stop. 
to do anything further to their life, they have given up hope. Don't worry. You cannot go if you are a go-getter. If you have a high ambition, to discuss with somebody who just doesn't have an ambition. And say, can you agree with me? I want to apply as a director of HSBC. Excuse me. The moment you mention that level, the first thing you can get from the mind of that person is, are you the only one? You just got a promotion three months ago. Last year, you were promoted. Year before the last, every year you are promoted. Now you want to go for, uh uh-uh. If you agree with such person, there is no agreement there. Because agreement is a contract between two or more people. Am I talking to you? And Jesus said it very clearly. Your second tier of authority is expressed through agreement of two. And then he went further and said, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I will be. I will be. But you see, he has said to you that the two or three or more must be in agreement. That is saying that this is what we want to achieve. Everybody believe in it. Only those who believe in it will go for it. Those who don't believe in it, go back. You remember Gideon? They all came, 30,000 people or 2,000 people to fight. God said that there are too many. It's not how many members in the church. It is how many agree by the Spirit. Of course, if we could look at the book of John, the whole of John chapter 17 tells you that the agreement that, that Jesus spoke about is only um, formed in the Holy Spirit. In other words, how do we know those of us who agree here? How we know it is this? It's not by saying that, oh, I agree, I agree, I agree. No. It is by you agreeing with the Holy Spirit and you in the Holy Spirit and you in the Holy Spirit and in the Holy Spirit we can meet. So, when you, your heart is in agreement with the Holy Spirit and I talk to people whose heart is in agreement with the Holy Spirit, if I say this is how we are moving, nobody will say, but, but, there's no but there. People who agree can only say that, yes, we will, we will do it. And if we do this, this is what we can do. This is how we can go. This is how we can go. Those are the type of human beings who are born of God. And you don't discuss your matter with them who are not born of God. Because your collaboration will not bring the presence of God. And you can never cooperate to, to speak as authority of God. Am I with you now? So, and then we ended up in looking at the book of John 14. That John 14 is staggering, uh, but I want to look at it. Connect all these scriptures together. John 14, verse 12. I love this. I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. In Christ's faith tabernacle, we believe that what Jesus did is written in the gospel. Isn't it? What scripture tells you that? Acts chapter 1, verse 1. In the former book of Theophilus, I have begun to, to, to write on what Jesus began to do and to teach. So we have a master who does and then he teaches. And we who believe in him also, we do and then we teach. 
Amen. Amen. Anybody who says, do what I say and not what I do, is of the devil. Anyone of God will do what he tells us to do. So we know that to know what Jesus did is the gospel. And if you can read from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you can see everything recorded that Jesus did. And Jesus said, you can do it. (laughs) Jesus said, you can do it. I want everyone in CFT from this day, October 1, 2023, to dare themselves. You know how you dare yourself? You begin to do what Jesus did. Why? Because Jesus said you can do it. I told you, a demon possessed stand up or stood up in the church. And Jesus said, come out of him. And he left instantly. You can do it and you should do it. He didn't pray three hours prayer to the blind. He only said, receive your sight. You do it. Because you can do it. Jesus said you can. But understand this. Jesus said, the propeller of your doors is the propeller of Jesus' doors. When Jesus operated, he operated in faith in the Father. And when you operate, he said you operate in the faith in him. The reason why you have not been able to operate in that dimension is because your faith is not in him. You will soon be detracted by the physical manifestation and the bullying of the devil, you will soon exalt it above the word that Jesus said. And then you will doubt. Listen, he that watches this, the, 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 the cloud shall not sow. If you look at your strength, you fail. Faith is total reliance on the letters of the word. I introduce you to something today, a, a very briefly, which under, under, it, it, under, it is the underline, or it underlines all what the Bible says. That the statement of Jesus to you and I is an undertaking which Jesus had made. And the principle of undertaking in law is that once you say it and somebody rely upon it, you are bound to fulfill it. Is that not what Jesus said? He said it with Jesus. Jesus said it, he will only do it with those who rely upon it. Alright? It's a mandated promise when undertaking is given. And if man honor their words, how much more the one who created you and I? Why do you try to philosophize his word? Why do you try to use your little intelligence to ex- uh, try to uh, you know, express how you think it should be? No, CFT have left that bus stop. I said we have left that bus stop. <laughs> let God be true. Say let God be true. Let God be true. Say let God be true. Let, God be true. let all man be liar. Let all man be liar. That is what he's saying. Jesus said here, the simple thing you need to do is faith in me. Faith is not anything so compli- complicated. It's just total reliance, trust and confidence, I told you, in the one who gave an undertaking. That if Jesus spoke <clears throat> and he gave you a promise, which is an undertaking, it is impossible for Jesus Christ not to perform it. Because 
It is a promise that must be performed by the one who gave it. But he demands a man who will trust him and put his life on it. And you will see him do it. So I want to scan your mind in a second. Whatever your problem that you are going through, or problem that you have been going through, or problem that, you know, like some people will say that is a pattern. Because your father had that problem, your grandparents had that problem, and you also began to have the problem. Come on, let me tell you. My scripture tells you and I, that the reason why you are born again is to put an end to that insanity in your family. Whether it is by genetics. Genetics is created by somebody called God. No doctor on earth has got the scientific brain to correct your gene. But there is a God who created it. And it can correct everything deformed in your body by your spoken word. Somebody was born blind. The, the, the disciples were asking, who sinned? Is it this man? Or is he his parents? Or is he the generation? And Jesus said, I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know when God appointed you as the one who analyzed the cause of human problem. Which one is better for you to know the person who sinned? Or for this man born blind to be healed. And he said, for your information, nobody sinned. Nobody sinned. In this case, not in every case. Some people are sick because they sinned. And that is the, 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 the scenario we are going to look today. And it will come to an end. And it will come to an end. The scenario of the one who sinned. But for this young man, Jesus said, no but sin. He said, do you know why this happened? God caused it. But God doesn't do evil. He doesn't do bad. Excuse me. For a person to be blind is not a bad thing. That's what God just defined. Okay? It's not a bad thing. The person is deprived because God wants to flex his muscle. Now, this is it. So if somebody is born blind, there is somebody who created the eyes and made the eyes blind. He said to Moses, who made the man dumb? It is I the Lord. And so therefore, you are God's agent to give sight to the blind. Amen. Am I with you now? Yes. Your life daily should be that God be glorified through the Son. That should be your life on earth. Every breath you breathe, every day you live, every action that you perform, that God be glorified through the Son. And I tell you, these things are not as serious or, or hard, let me say, as you think. Now, look at this. He said, <clears throat> go back to my John, please. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I've been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. Now, the word I'm going to the Father is quite very, very complicated. But he explained it in the next verse. What that means. I'm going to the Father. 
At the time he was speaking, he is not dead yet. He was still physical. And Jesus Christ as a physical human being cannot appear in several places at the same time. He can only be in one place at one time. But then, Jesus went further to explain it. Verse 14. He says, You may ask me what? What can you ask the Lord? How many things can you ask from the Lord? Excuse me somebody. How many things can you ask from the Lord? He said, you may. And that is a conditional statement. Which you have option to accept or not accept. But as far as I'm concerned, I've given you, says the Lord. So some among us have chosen not to. And I think Jesus said that because he's all-knowing God. He knows that some people will ignore it. Until they are, they are, they are cornered. And they can't, they can't, there's no way to run away anymore. Then they will cry to God in the faith. But you don't have to be that. No. He said, you may ask me anything. Anything. In my name. And I will do it. I love that. So, why will Jesus continue to tell you and give this undertaking that just say anything and I will do it? Because Jesus expected that if you are a child of God, you know the word of God. And you cannot ask anything outside the will of God. He gave me the Holy Spirit. To change your intellect, the mind of Christ. So, you can't ask Jesus something that is outside. Like, you cannot ask Jesus to kill somebody. Because Jesus came so that the dead may have life. And the spirit that, that, that prays for others to die is the spirit of Satan. John 10.10. 10. The thief has come to kill. So, if anybody says, I'm a Christian, and you pray for the death of somebody... It is because Satan was operating through you at the time, not Christ. No matter how much you hate what they did, Jesus is for them, waiting for them to repent. If you don't know what to pray for a wicked, just keep your mouth shut. So that you will not fall a victim of, because you are praying that God should destroy the wicked, God's mercy stretch out and he began to build that man up instead of destroying him because god is not interested in the destruction of anybody am i talking to you when you are angry don't open your mouth if your thoughts is saying to you to say something contrary to the word of god just keep that man tell that man shut up because you are god's agent you can lose your agency when you deviate from the principle that governs agency a director can commit an act in his office as a director and that act is ultra virus they call it that act is subject to criminal investigation and according to principles of law that director will be separated from the company. That's what we call piercing the veil. 
he will be dissociated from the company because he has acted ultra-virus, though he is an agent who has the power to bind his company to the third party. But in this case, he has acted alone and he will be punished by law. So are Christians who pray contrary to the will of God, praying for a man to die is contrary to God's will. Someone says, Apostle, what are you saying? That's just what I'm saying. You and I have come to a place where we have so much prophecies in this house. If, if you forget about all old prophecies, just from June to this month, can you see the catalog of promises, prophecies, 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 prophecies for us? And these are good things. For me, it's more than somebody offended me yesterday. Let the offender offend. Is it not because you are alive that's why they offended you? If it's your carcass that is on the ground, will they offend your body? Even if they offend it, you didn't know that. Because you are just gone. Am I talking to you? So when, as long as you are alive, let the offender offend. But why don't you deliberate on the promises God has given you? That is your business, not the offense. Somebody discourage me. As long as you don't discourage yourself. You are not supposed to dwell or meditate on discouragement, on hurt, on hate. There is no room for it in agency theory of God. No room for it. Really, when you are doing that, heaven is looking at Angels are looking at it saying, oh, son of a... What is wrong with him? What is wrong with him? <clears throat> in all these good things that God has ordained for him, a little offense... Is what will destroy all this. Oh, son of man, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. That will be the sons of the angel. If you have such, he will die tonight. Amen. I say he will die tonight. Amen. progressiveness will not follow you home. Amen. The thinking that set back human beings, it will not follow you home from Amen. here. You would, when, when they told Nicodemus and uh, uh, Bartimaeus that after crying, and they said, shut up, and then Jesus said, bring him. When they told this blind man, Bartimaeus, that share up, he called it thee. What did he first do? The old garments of blindness, rag that can make him stumble. He first picked it from himself and flung it away. Anything that can hinder his race. He first, it's not Jesus who got rid of it. He said, I heard that Jesus is calling me. Ah, he took all the dirty guy, all the things that can stop him. You know, he's a blind man. He threw it away for those who will have it. And then he took on his heels. Not knowing where he's going, but certainly in his mind. He said, I want to see Jesus. I'm going to Jesus. I'm going to Jesus. And because he came like that, those who said to him to shut up, held him. They helped him to run to destiny. God will send you destiny helper. What in your mind that is hindering you from going forward? God destroy tonight. You don't come here to be failure. You must succeed in life. You are waiting for someone to help you. Help yourself. And turn your eyes to the one who can help man and no one can stop. Look at what Jesus said. 
You may ask anything in my name, and I will do it. That is a great undertaking. I congratulate you for that. But why would Jesus do it? Read the next verse. Let's read together. Mm-hmm. If you love me, go back to that. The same scripture, 14, go to verse 12. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I've been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. Yes, the next verse. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that what? So that what? That's it. So Jesus is in the business of glorifying God or dead or alive. (laughs) He lives forever. He is in the business of anything he does to glorify God. Why don't you change your mindset too? How many people has your life affected that they went to God and thank God for ever meeting you? How many people have you met and they went to God and said, I wish I never lived? Under this person. And they began to think suicidal. And you call yourself a believer? Because God placed you in a little uh, office, senior office, just a little one. And then you began to make life ridiculous for everybody who works in your department. To the extent that, and you'll be singing to God. They will hear your song, which is the greatest hypocrisy. And people will be saying that if this is what Christianity is, I better go to another religion. Because the one I know in my office is a terror. Even I pray to his God to take him away. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on now. Your life on a daily basis must be that the Father may be glorified through the Son. And you are on the pathway. Excuse me. You must not have bad book where people write names of bad but they keep bad record of people because the bible says that he who keeps the record of evil too shall not be forgiven am i talking to you these are little little things that satan engaged people with and he, he will keep them where he wants for life so the son of god gave this undertaking so that Even after he has ascended to heaven, his name can continue to bring glory to the Father. But how, if you don't speak, is impossible. If you don't speak, it is impossible. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, let me give you a scenario, and then we pray. Look at John chapter 4. Chapter 5. This is three days of victory. You know, when we say victory night, you may be thinking that it's just by prayer. No. What I'm saying will flush the devil out of human mind. 
you know, we just finished the Women of Right Destiny in Nigeria. After the following Sunday, people came and started giving testimonies. There was a man, he came for the first time. He said when Mama was speaking, the foxes, he mentioned one name, he hit my heart. <laughs> he said he mentioned another one, he hit my heart. He said she mentioned another one, he hit my heart. <laughs> you know they have been telling, he said, but I was, I used to be a Christian. I am a Christian. But when Mama said this thing, he hit my heart. He says, and then I became so much afraid. I have to accept Jesus right there, right there, right there, right there. And there was no water called given. The word of God is hammer. A sharp double edge. Whatever remains in you that is of the devil, it will not go home with you tonight. It says here. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for the feast of the Jews. Like convention. So what happened? Now, they are in Jerusalem. Was who? Eh? What was there? Near the fish gate pool. Those of you who have been in Jerusalem, that we went around the Jerusalem gates, I know that you may not remember the fish gates. But in one of our trips, they were. Sh- I think now those who are going on in, in in February, I will show you the ship. You will use your feet to walk to the place, and I will show you the ship gate. The pool of Bethesda is still there till today. They will show you where the pool is. It was rather. Something unique about this pool is this. It is called in Aramaic Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five colonnades. So what happened about what's peculiar about it? Here are a great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. Why? Because an angel of the Lord will come and stir the water, and anybody who jumps into it will be healed. So, one of those who was there had been invalid for 38 years. And Jesus was just 30, maybe 32 years right about. And this sickness of the man is older than Jesus Christ. Now, I want you to follow it accurately because you will operate in that very uh, office now you know Jesus said what you do you can do your own may not be paralyzed it might be paralytic you are dealing with but you will walk in that way and whatever remains shall be done away with my joy shall be full over you tonight now let's watch this so, this sickness is older than Jesus Christ. It was older than Jesus Christ on our then. It says, verse 5, One who was there had been invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been there, he had been in this condition for such a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? 
I don't know a habit that you hold, that you hate, and you are always committing, and it's a sin. I don't know a habit that you give your eyes to, or you give your mind to, and this habit had almost become your adjective of description, and it is ungodly. So Satan hinders you by that kind of habit or behavior. You know, it's very, very, it's very recently I was, I was having a child with the Holy Spirit. I think it's the past few days or I don't know, few, few days or hours. And you know, the Lord was telling me, the Holy Spirit was telling me that. You know, some people you tell them that, don't do this. They say, show me where it is in the Bible. I said, when next they ask you that, tell them to show Tell them to show them in the Bible. I will ask the person, show me you in the Bible. You didn't exist at the time the Bible was written. So you, you could never have been there. So if you did not exist where the Bible was written, you could never have been there. Television is not in the Bible. Ferrari Testarossa is not in the Bible. Lamborghini Countach is not in the Bible. Rolls Royce Range Rover is not in the Bible. Because there is no need for them to be in the Bible. Excuse me. Roller coaster that uh, Dickens went and got drunk. It's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. So because it's not in the Bible, does it mean that as old as you are, you are going to jump on roller coaster? When it's meant for young ones and then you break your neck and break your bones? It's not in the Bible. Excuse me. So there are many things not in the Bible, but does common sense given by God not tell you that it's about wrong and right? It does tell you. It does say, people who didn't know Jesus Christ, how would God judge them? Jurisprudence law tells me he will judge them by conscience. And of course, if you study jurisprudence, you will recognize that nobody can pass by conscience. Because the conscience of man is fallible. It is affected by various factors as defined by various generations in which those factors happen. And gradually they began to, to you know, human conscience began to move away from the center thoughts. Now they're going far right. So what was against the law 30 years ago is now people are not compared to teach children. Thank God for a video I saw today that a child was speaking, I don't know where where I'm speaking in England, and warning teachers, telling them, stop forcing what you believe on us. We don't come to, to school to learn about sex. We come to school to learn physics, math. A young girl like that. We didn't come here to come and learn about sex. We come here to come and learn about education. I will look for that girl. I will bring that girl to my television program. And we will make a big thing out of it. BBC need to put that girl in, in BBC. They need to put, in, put her on ITV. So, anybody who didn't know the Lord will be joined by conscience. You who have known the Lord, God saved you and I. If we were to be joined by conscience, we will go to hell. Am I talking to you? Yes. There are things that you use your eyes to watch and they defile your body. There are things you use your mind to imagine and they defile your spirit. 
There are things that you engage yourself in and they are access of evil to paralyze your soul. You may have charisma, you may weep and cry. God is not in it. Am I talking to you? It says, if you love me, you don't obey yourself. You obey my command. And that is prima facie. Facts that cause across generations. Look at this. Jesus saw that this person had been oppressed for so long a time. So he had mercy. Do you want to get well? He said. Verse 6. Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool. When the water is stirred, while I'm I'm trying to get in, someone else goes ahead of me. Many people are in this state in life. That there are many things you could do in your life and with your life, but you lack the capacity to do. And there is no helper to help you to do it. Today you will find help in Jesus. You will find help in Jesus today. There is someone who does not accuse you. Only if you are ready to repent. Jesus was standing before the man. The man didn't know who was standing. He doesn't know. That is the one who created him that was standing. And he said, Young man, I've been here for 38 years. In, with, with my eyes, I saw blind run into the water because they had the water when the angels saw it, and they go home. They have brought many people, and their family remain with them, so that when the angels saw the water, they go in, and they are healed. But for 38 years, I have not found a person who will help me. If that is your case today, you will receive help. Amen. I did a crusade in Benin Republic, the last crusade we did in Benin Republic, that's just a few years now. A woman was in Benin Republic, and I told, I shared I share that with you, we, have, we still have a video. That woman was a Christian. But you know that in Christianity, whoever instructs you is the one that, is, that, that determines how much you know. If your pastor don't know anything, you'll just be like a, a, a kindergarten baby. All your life, you will say A A A B C D E F at C A T at. Whereas your 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 mates are constructing sentences, okay. So she goes to the conventional Christian church, knows nothing about her right, and then somebody now afflicted her. When they afflicted her, she bent over like that. And those who afflicted her came to tell her, we will see your God that will raise you up. Now, her condition became so, so pathetic that her family came around and were helping her. Doctors try everything. They don't understand that. It's not in medical history. A man who has been standing before, somebody spoke and then he bent. Is there any doctor here who knows how that is done medically? So what medical cannot understand how it happened, they don't understand the likely remedy. The woman was passing pus out of her mouth and her nose. So much more that the family could not stay with her because where she was, was smelling 
24-7. Those who want to come and help her, they go back. Formerly they have been helping her, but when her case got to that level, everybody had to say that. Well, we will send help to you. So she was managing herself. She walks like this. More bent than my, my own back. Very, very bent like that. For years. So, from her house to the crusade ground, it will take a normal person about five or ten minutes. But it took her one hour to check it. She sat at the back of the auditorium. She had been praying to Jesus. When I came to the pulpit, I never saw her come. I've never heard about her. But the one called Jesus, who had her cry for years, came to the scene that day. Let me tell you, you will not miss Jesus tonight. And when he came to the scene, his agency theory, by his spirit, I said, you that woman that have been bent over, healed in the name of Jesus, and the power of God hit the back, she said, she was pushed up like that. She stood. Ah, all the pores vanished. Odor disappeared. She began to move like this and said, I am healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. The place turned upside down. Because Jesus came to the meeting. For you, he will come tonight. He's always compassionate. Jesus doesn't want you to fail. He doesn't want any one of you to be miserable. Because somebody decides not to help you, that makes it easier for God to help you. But your faith in Him. That's what happened to this, this man. Jesus said, do you want to be healed? He said, Jesus, heal. Young man, maybe you are the one who will put me in that water. While he was speaking in his ignorance, he says, Sir, I have no one to help me into the pool of water when he was there. You don't need man to help you. You only need Jesus. Always remember that. You only need Jesus. So, he now said, Then Jesus said, Get up! Pick up your mat and walk. Or go home. The man who has been invalid, the nearest medical sickness that could describe invalidity is cerebral palsy. When somebody has cerebral palsy, it starts to bend and stiff. Am I correct, doctor? Yeah? Degenerational disease. It, it depends on the time, the type. So there is one that makes them bend and their hand. Other types, what does it do? It will attract, attack the nerves. So that sickness attacks nerves, yes? It attacks nerves. And it can attack any nerve. So it's a matter of time. If you attack one nerve and you don't bend, 
He will attack the other nerve. He will attack the other nerve. He will attack the other nerve. Because when he has destroyed one nerve, what is he doing there? We have seen people in our time who have been killed by it. Who we are, we are connected with. When it started, it seemed as if I can manage it. It was there in the body for 15 years. By 15 years, story changed. The person bent. The hands bent. The legs folded. It's a matter of years until he got to his seat. I cannot stand up. And in the seat, they belt the hands and he continued to bend until he lost his mouth and the jaws of the mouth gave way and only saliva is coming out. He didn't die and it went more years until all the eyes lost control and the person become invalidated. Is the nearest sickness to this man? Because in those days, they don't have name for any sickness like that. The man is on the floor, bent over, stiff, tight, and totally rendered, all nerves totally rendered useless. If you, the reason I'm explaining this to you, because in your knowledge now of medicals, you can understand people who have this chronic disease and who ended dying and before their death they become totally they can't use their hand they can't use their finger they can't use their leg they can't move their toes it's a gradual thing until all nerves were totally shattered by this disease you may call it evil spirits they can't even carry them But let me tell you, how dare Jesus says, get up, take your pallets. Did Jesus not see how terrible this condition is? Excuse me. That's why I'm doing that explanation for you. Did Jesus not see that the nerves of this man, everything called nerve in his body is gone? Except his heart is pumping. And his mouth is speaking. He saw it. Why did Jesus, how dare Jesus say, get up, pick up your pallet, your mats, and go? Excuse me. If Jesus said, you and I would do what he has been doing, I think you and I need to recognize that what we see must give way to what is unseen. The work with God. Let me tell you. But that also tells you this. Your condition may be so terrible that no medical scientist can even diagnose you. We have cases like that. From one professor to the other, they will say, we don't know what is wrong with you. As a person in this church, after they have done all treatment possible, they could not get through. A professor who is a white lady said that, look, let me tell you, go to, you are African. Go back to Africa. This is juju. Professor of medicine, white English, said this is juju. He said, we can't help you because we tried everything medical. 
we don't understand what is wrong with you. And we can't treat you if you don't understand what is wrong with you. But the person walked into our meeting one day, and Jesus Christ of Nazareth pointed that person out, separated the person from his infirmity, until today she's still here. Excuse me, let me tell you this. The invalid had no one to help him. So why should someone commit suicide because no one to help? There is somebody who wrote your destiny. If you assign people along your path and they refuse to, he has angels that can direct you. As far as God is concerned, if you and I can cooperate with God, he is single-handedly will bring us to where he has prepared for us. Let me tell you this. Of course, when Jesus spoke to the man, pick your pallet and go. I think what happened, and I place this on science, is that all the nerves that have been torn into pieces vanished. And instantly, new nerves were created. He did not go through process of healing. Because, as he said, stand up, pick your pallet, go. The man just got up, pick his pallet. Ha! I'm free. By the word. If the nerves were healed, he would go through the process of getting up and trying. But instantly, he got up, pick his pallet, and he's free. That word that Jesus spoke is in your mouth now. Amen. As God honored the word from Jesus, He will honor the word from your lips. Amen. We only need to shift to faith in the name. You are going to pray shortly. Let me help you know something in closing of this case studies we are looking at today. Look at so, but, verse 11, he replied, the man, no, 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 verse 10. Oh, no, let me read that verse 9. Pick up your pallet, pick up your mat and go. At once the man, the man was cured instantly. He picked up his mat and walked. The day on which this took place was what? A Sabbath. And then what is about Sabbath? I think Sabbath is the day of the Lord. When should the Lord act better? If not, the day of the Lord. Now, and so the Jews said to the man, who had been healed, the man who had been healed, it is the Sabbath. And I can see how the man say, Amen, if he was a Pentecostal man. But then what he heard from them is different to amen. The law forbids you to carry your mats. So the law wants you to remain in that condition till death. Society does not want you to survive. They have made laws to make sure all your intentions and plans are abrogated. Whether the law forbids you or Satan forbid you. Let me see. Today is your day. <laughs> Jesus, the Sabbath man, he is the one who created Sabbath. He said, Crap, created for man. But he himself came to the scene. 
And Jesus knew it is Sabbath. Deliberately, he broke their Sabbath. And set captives free on the Sabbath. Hello. His own brothers, who are supposed to rejoice with him that, ah, for 38 years we have known you. They said to him that, why should you even respond to what Jesus said? You should have died in this your misery. Let me say something to you. Maybe somebody is listening to me that is in that position. That some people that you trusted most and people that you rely upon most are saying to you, we will see how you get out. We will see how you make it. Let me tell you something. You didn't hear what I just said. You didn't hear what I just said. You didn't hear what I just said. He says, the Lord, the, and he set a table before me. In the presence of who? My enemies. Where your enemies say you will not go. They are the ones who will carry you on their back and take you <laughs> You will ride a donkey of your enemies. Excuse me. When Jesus is in your car. We are doing well tonight. Come on, look at. It does not matter how many people don't agree with your destiny. You only need the agreement of one man. He is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Who made it? Some of you are victims of violence, maltreatment. People who should be for you are waiting to slay you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. There is a man, that man of Galilee, who had given an undertaking. And I tell you, he does not fail. Neither can he fail. He met this man. Healed him. Later, Jesus found the man, verse 14, in the temple. I love this. This is one of those people who was healed and they remain in God. The moment he had his legs and hands, he didn't go to disco. He didn't go to boogie. Is it boogie you call it? Why they call those and then when somebody is dancing like this, there's a spirit inside him that is beating the drum. <laughs> Hallelujah. When he was healed, he went to the house of the God who healed him. And when Jesus found him, shall we stand up together and read this together? Verse fourteen. Shall we read it together? Say it again. That suggests to you and I that in the case of this man, it was sin. That brought the affliction. The other one who is blind was born blind. And it was God who made it. So that God be glorified. But this one, two things you must know. He goes to temple, but he sins. Excuse me. How many people come to church, but they continue to live in sin? You attract affliction from hell. You know, I told you yesterday, agency theory, 
God has nothing to do with what you are doing. Your authority is based on your faith in the name. But if you mess up your life, Jesus will be very, very happy to make sure you are punished. Because in the kingdom, a sinner will not go unpunished. Somebody coming from abroad today, and was reporting to me somebody, who, when service was going in their church, that person was a deacon, is a deacon, and that deacon was looking at pornography in the church. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Satan don't make you go pornography. You make yourself do that. Hello? Anybody who goes into pornography, it's not demon that made you go. It's your will. And that is the state of godlessness. That say that a person, that person had lost what they call the fear of God. I told you that Jesus was always glorifying the Father. And for you and I to operate divine authority or God to manifest gift and grace in us, we must also, if you can't discipline your mind over just pornography, so useless stuff, you can't, or smoking, or all those useless little habits. How can God trust you with power? If you were God, will you trust yourself? The same eyes that you use to see Satan, you can't use it to see God. The eyes you see to see demons, because pornography is demons in action. You cannot be looking at that and then see a vision. Vision, your diary, vision is, is, is closed. Because you decided to be seeing demons. Only demons will be seen, you'll be seen. Those are people who be dreaming, they are jumping from one place to the other. You saw yourself in, in Singapore, and before you run away, you are, you are in uh, Toronto. And you run from Toronto, you find yourself in New York City. And then you wake up and say, what is this dream? You interpret it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Excuse me, somebody. Do you know something? We want to pray. Jesus said to the man, stop sinning so that worse thing will not happen to you. I want to deal with that. You want to tell the Lord, every seed of Satan in me tonight, God the Holy Spirit, send your fire and destroy. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Everything the devil has planted in my mind, in my body, send your fire, O oh God. Purify my heart, Lord. Purify my mind, Lord. Tell the Lord. Anything the devil has planted in me, in me, in my soul, in my heart, in my mind, in my body. Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. Destroy them. Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. Destroy them. Your body is the temple of the living God. Of Satan, which he has used against you, tell the Lord, which has succeeded. Father, I come against it by the blood of Jesus. I come against it by the blood of Jesus. Destroy the weapon Satan had kept in my mind. My thought, hear the word of the Lord. I bind you to obey God. My thought, I refuse you in the name of Jesus to think the way you used to think. I release the fire of God. Purify my thought. Purify my mind. 
My body, the temple of God. Everything that is buying and selling, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Because it is written, whatever you buy on earth, we bind in heaven. What you lose on earth is losing heaven. Satan, I bind you. You spirit of loss, I bind you. Begin to call them. Greed, I bind you. Pride, I bind you. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Every attitude that you have that is not of God, begin to come against them. Today, God will flush you out. Holy Ghost is flushing you out. Holy Ghost is flushing. This is the most powerful season. Because if all those things are taken away, you will see your life blossom. They are the hidden things Satan kept within a man to hinder the man from getting benefits of God. Tell the Lord, I am at your mercy. I am at your mercy. In the name of Jesus, I set my soul free. In the name of Jesus, I set my mind free. In the name of Jesus, I set my body free. In the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Father. Holy Father. Holy Father. Now begin to pray against sickness. Every sickness in my body. I cause them to die. Every infirmity, I cause them to die. Infirmity in my house, die in the name of Jesus. Send your fire, Lord. Send your fire, Lord. Send your fire, Lord. Send your fire, Lord. Lord. Bring healing to my body by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Bring healing to my my mind. Bone for bone be healed. Now for now be healed. Kidney be healed. Liver be healed. Heart tissues be healed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Saints disappear. Brand new heart received. Brand new kidney received. Brand new liver received. Blood pressure ceased. Diabetes vanished. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fibroid disappear. In the name of Jesus. Every lung disappear. In the name of Jesus.
Lord. Tonight you are free. Tonight declare your freedom. to your life in line with the word of the living God. That psalmist says, I shall not die but live, that I may proclaim the glory of the Lord. Speak to the month of October. Everything that the devil has robbed, restored right now. Everything that Satan has hindered, restored right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, begin to make declaration in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. in this house. Everything God said about you will come to pass. Our ignorance will not hinder the promise of God. Jesus said it, that settles it. Authority of heaven shall be upon our lips. Our declaration 
generation shall be honored from on high. There will be shift in our midst to higher dimensions, to higher glory. The pain of yesterday shall be no more. The disease of yesterday shall be no more. The sickness and infirmity of yesterday, in the name of Jesus, they shall be no more. We speak as agents of God. The brain of people to be healed. Memory be healed. Ears be healed. Eyes be healed. The covenant of healing and prosperity will manifest in everybody, in every life. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, Father, you have promised us we enter tomorrow into fulfillment. What was impossible is now made possible. We enter and we declare by this time tomorrow that we will be abundant in the gate of Christ's tabernacle. There will be no jobless. Who was jobless before in the next seven days? There will be provision. Doors and that doors, double doors shall swing open before you. Yes. Gates are lifted before you. The word of your mouth is coming to pass. And there shall be showers of blessing. Father. Thank you, Jesus. A Jesus anointed name. Where there was no way, I decree, let there be way. Where people have struggled, I decree victory. Any habits that we had before, from today, they shall have no power over us anymore. I mean habits that are that is their gift of Satan to hinder us. Today we reject it forever. Everyone who is weak will receive strength from them. If somebody has been procrastinating from today, it shall be no more. The spirit of faith receive. Authority manifests. Boldness receive. Be driven by the power of the Holy Spirit. As you are drunk by the power of the Holy Spirit. Sickness will cause you to die from your roots. We meet Jesus at this pool of Bethesda. We receive wellness. He makes you whole. He makes you whole. He makes you whole. All our members that are not able to be under this roof, we extend this prayer to them. All our people who watch on the, on, the, on, the, on the internet from all over the world, from every country, every prayer we pray, receive in the name of Jesus Christ. This month, yours shall be delightful land. You will not labor in vain. For all your labor of old, you enter to the month of harvest. Your harvest will not be limited to your labor. You will harvest from where you did not sow. Others have labored, you have been called to the arrest. In the name of Jesus. There are some of you who have desire to do something, but the will is paralyzed. Now receive will from God. That which you desire to do, enter into it and begin to do it. There are some of you who have lack provision for what you will have done. 
I speak provision from heaven to come upon you. Receive divine provision so that you'll be able to carry out what you should do. Those of you who you are in a position whereby there are some authority over you who have decided that you will not be recommended to go higher. Today we take authority from their hand. I command their hand to take a pen and recommend you for what you, you, you did for. And I command those who will sit over your matter in the name of Jesus. I declare that you will be granted. I declare that limitations are taken away from you. I declare that no man or spirit will be able to hinder you anymore. Father, we thank you because you have answered us. As we ask tonight in Jesus' anointed name. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 I look at you, you are a victor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The peace of God has entered your home. Hallelujah. What the devil had been doing has failed. Yes, hallelujah. If it was in this earthly region, it has failed. If you had consulted the heavens, it has failed. Because your voices have gone to the highest heaven today. And messengers have been assigned by God concerning your matter. Running down from heaven with high speed. You will wake up tomorrow into a new dawn. A dawn that is different from what you have ever experienced. And the word of the Lord will come to pass in your life. So shall it be and so it is. In Jesus' anointed name we worship. Bless the Lord and put your hands together. Amen forevermore. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing glory to the Father. Thank you. Choir, please, mount up the pulpit. Let me sing one song, and we will do the announcement and close. Really, while I was speaking, while I was expressing the condition of that man, I think it's not cerebral palsy, it's degenerative disease. It is degenerative disease, not cerebral palsy. Because degenerative disease, it degenerates as age, you know, increases. Cerebral palsy may not. It may be a condition that came and remained as it is. But it's degenerative disease. Where the person begins to degenerate gradually and then the, the nerves begin to die until the person was, was bent over and the bone, the backbone coughed, the leg bones took some funny structures unto death. It will not come near your house. I want you to go in this strength and in the knowledge you have and begin to exercise authority. You will return to me tomorrow with testimony. But you must exercise this authority. Just at home when you are alone with Jesus, just tell Jesus, you said whatever I ask. Okay, I've asked for this. And I've asked for this. But let me ask one more. Think of one more thing. Say, plus this and this and this and this and this. I'm sleeping now. In your name I ask. I thank you because I will wake up tomorrow and this is happened. This is happened. This is happened. This, and then just sing praises and worship Him. Worship Him. You know the song that came to my mind. There is a redeemer. Jesus God. 
heavenly places. It is well with you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, we thank God for today, the first day of Victory Night for the last quarter of the year 2023. Is anyone joining us for the very first time tonight? If this is your very, very first time with us, Christ Faith Tabernacle, Bethesda, and you are in the auditorium, can I ask that you please raise your hand if you join us for the first time? Anyone? Thank you very much. Please stand. Please stand. Please stand. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. Indeed, you're welcome to Christ's faith tabernacle where the Lord himself is building overcomers for tomorrow. We trust you've been blessed tonight and the ushers have just given you a pack. Within it, there is a form. Please complete the form before you leave and hand it back to one of the ushers. God bless you richly. I'd like to extend the same welcome to anyone who's joining us online for the very first time. Thank you for being a part of today's meeting. Please let us know you've joined by sending us an email to admin at cftchurches.org. Admin at cftchurches.org. And effectively, if you're joining us online for the very first time, I'd like to say this as well. If you'd like to join the mailing list of Christ's Monaco, two ways you could do it. One, send an email and just send that detail across and we'll ensure we get you put on. And by the way, um, this is only for those who are willing to become believers, not those who are looking to choose to get onto our platform as hackers, because we'll sniff you out. Praise the Lord. The Holy Ghost himself will weed you out once we see that number come through. If you want to try it, try it. <laughs> praise, the, praise the Lord. Uh, so please join and let us know um, which city and which nation you've joined us from, and the Lord bless you richly. Well, tomorrow evening we'll be back here at what time? 8 p.m. So day two, victory night. Victory nights are very, very important because we prepare for what the Lord would do, not just in this month, in the quarter, but it will give us an opportunity to testify of God's goodness as well all through the end, or to the end of the year. So tomorrow evening, 8 p.m., we're back here. Um, and please, if you, have to, if you close early, rather than going back home and then coming back, the auditorium will be open from around about 6.37. Please come in. It's an opportunity. I mean, some people might go home and then you, you know, the, the bed starts to look attractive um, and something else distracts. I, say, I can join tonight online. So don't fall into temptation because that's self-inflicted. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So just come straight here and be a part of what God is doing. There's always cool in here. And you might just receive, in fact, I won't say might. If you come with an expectant heart, you'll receive God's divine visitation even before the service started. And the Lord bless you richly. And on Wednesday, we'll be having communion service alongside um, our normal meeting. Um, sorry, on Tuesday. 
Tuesday. I'm ahead of myself. On Tuesday the 3rd, we'll be having communion service um, alongside our program. Um, and then, of course, on Wednesday, we'll be having Bible study with Mom Yoma, and that's 7 p.m. online. On Thursday, we'll be having our normal daily prayer sessions at 8 p.m. online. And on Friday, we'll be having our night vigil, 11 p.m. online. The Lord bless you, and the Lord make his face to shine upon you. I'd like to invite our Father and the Lord, sir. Hallelujah. All right, I think Pastor just prophesied. Shall we rise up together now, Faith? God bless you and keep you. That is a command of God to speak that word. And the only word God said, whenever you say it, you invoke my name. No other place in the Bible says that. It's like Jesus taught us the Lord's Prayer. There is no dangerous prayer more than the Lord's Prayer. Whether dangerous or blessed. And this one, God said, when you say it, to somebody, you invoke my name and I will be able to. So if God wants to bless a man and the name of Christ has not been invoked upon the person, God can bless him. So, say, the Lord bless Turn to somebody and tell him.
together shall we read the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power and glory, forever and ever. Hebrew chapter 12, chapter 13, 20 and 21. Shall we? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work, to do his will, working in you, that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory, forever and ever. Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. Read to somebody. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love, the love of God, and the, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with you now, be with you now. and forevermore. Amen. And by faith to yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your bond offering. May God give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we shall be victorious in every battle. We will lift up our banner in the name of the Lord. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you. And may the God of Bethel, who revealed himself to Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he open our eyes into the realm of the Spirit and give us divine revelation and encounter of him. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Amen and amen. There shall be shouts of blessing. It will fall in your house.
us according to our confession. Please, when you get home tonight, break bread. Because every Sunday we do. So, when you get home tonight, take the bread and the wine and do communion yourself at home. And I'll see you tomorrow by 8 o'clock. God bless you.